0: Get your tickets at austintheater.org.
1: Support for ATX Explained Live comes from Meals on Wheels Central Texas and World Interiors.
0: From KUT and KUTX Studios.
1: Hello, and welcome to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that formed and transformed them. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and this week we'll hear from Angel Olson. But before we get started, I want to say Happy Thanksgiving. We here at Team This Song are truly thankful that you are listening right now. And we want to ask that if you dig this podcast, then please take a minute and leave a rating or a review on the podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. Seriously. Ratings and reviews help us so much because they help people find us in the vast landscape that is iTunes. And they make all of us who work on the podcast, Art and Dave and Aaron and Kelly and me, well, they make all of us feel really, really good. So thank you in advance. Okay, now to Angel Olson. She's been releasing records since 2010, and over the years, her sound has evolved from the stripped down beauty of her first EP, Strange Cacti, to the full on, full band glory of 2016's My Woman, a record which we love here at KUTX, the radio station in Austin, Texas, where we make this podcast. Angel Olson has a new record out. It's called Phases, and it's like really new. Like it came out last week, new. It's a collection of B-sides, demos, and rarities from throughout her career, and it's a lovely document of her musical journey. I spoke to Angel Olson when she came to the Austin City Limits Music Festival this past October, and she told me about a band that has accompanied her on her journey since she was in her late teens. So here she is, Angel Olson.
0: Well, listening to The Velvet Underground growing up when I was 17, um, I think became Looking back now I feel like it's it's become a really important chapter of my life and it's it's one it's the one band that's like stuck with me all these years. I always go back to their records. I waiting for my man. I went from pop music like uh, Mariah Carey and Boyz II Men and stuff like that, you know, to learning about Lou Reed and Leonard Cohen and all these things all in one year, you know? Um, and I remember just being in my bedroom, like couldn't sleep, had serious like insomnia in high school and, and I would just listen to Velvet Underground, Velvet Underground like over and over again. <laughs> Candy Says especially.
1: Candy says.
0: I was just like it's so simple but and there's not a lot going on like the music's not incredible or impressive but it's just like it's just right enough and it's just wrong enough you know what I mean This was a different world to me, you know, independent music, and then also on top of it, kind of grimy music that wasn't necessarily meant to be beautiful or meant to be perfect, meant to be, like,
1: processed so that it was perfect listening material, you know? It's like a revelation. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden, like, learning, like, there's more to life than American consumer culture is, like, a huge thing. I mean, I think as a
0: teenager I really was, like, you know, I was just like any kid, like rebellious and questioning my parents, and suddenly questioning all of these people that I never questioned. And and it, it was just this. It, it was music that really fit that that um, that theme, you know. But then looking back on it now that I'm 30, now that I'm older, it's like now it to me it has it's more sarcastic and it's it's like uh, yeah. it's, it's still. Even if the topics are dark, sometimes I'm not listening to it to listen to the lyrics just like anybody. I enjoy the pace of it, enjoy the dirtiness of it, you know.
1: But I'm gonna try for the kingdom if I can Cause it makes me feel like I'm a man When I put
0: a spike in like Jesus' son and I guess that I just don't know and I guess that I just don't know. It wasn't just listening to those records, it was like a total like eye opening experience about the world and like, oh it doesn't have to be like this. Like I can I can do whatever I want. Like it can you know I can I can explore this and I can go to my bedroom and record on tape and it can be kind of crappy or kind of, you know, just kind of dingy and I can have fun with it. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, you can mess up And have a good time. And it'll be an experience that people remember in a way. Now, if you messed up every single time on every single song, that would be different. But I think messing up can be part of um, the experience, too. And showing people that you're
1: vulnerable can be part of what makes their experience great, you know? Yeah, it seems like that's a big part of it for you is, like, the fact that the imperfection of it and, like, the beauty of the... Yeah, the imperfection of it. I
0: like when people can pull off imperfection and still make it look cool, and still make it sound
1: like still like leaves an impression on you. Well, because that is kind of like, I mean, not to create too big a metaphor, but like that's kind of like life, right? There is there is no perfection. Yeah. And once you let go of the like, the search for it, it becomes more beautiful. Yeah,
0: I feel like when when you make your whole thing a bigger and bigger production, and you rely more and more on every single aspect of your music to be perfect in order for you to perform this one song, you're really vulnerable to that, not to giving yourself fully to the song, you know? And so for me, like, sometimes I enjoy playing a crappy club that, you know, there's like stuff falling down from the walls versus like walking into a professional situation where they have like 35 people on staff and I don't know what half of them are actually doing and then the show is weird, you know? I sometimes would rather walk into a broken situation and make it fun than to walk into a perfect situation kind of broken on tour, you know? <laughs> like And being like, we're going to be okay, like... We're all a little. This has been like three weeks now, but um, <laughs> thank you for the writer and like we'll, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna pull we're it really together and bring it tonight. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I don't know. I think it's I think I'll I'll always want both to be ready for things to be broken and to be able to perform despite that is important to me.
1: Well, it sounds like maybe that's what you're trying to what you want to bring to the table, like what you want to bring to people is yeah. like. It's like I'm a little broken, you're a little broken, we're We're all all a little broken. We're all a little broken out there. Which is like I'm feeling a little overheated
0: (laughs) broken right now, this (laughs) festival, but I'm ready to I'm ready to rock. My perspective maybe I'm maybe it's just me being hopeful but I think you can see the Velvet Underground influence on my music for sure especially with my band my old band as well like um, when it was just me Stuart Josh and Emily playing like we definitely f- it was just a four-piece band you know so it just felt very raw and very like there's only so many solos you can do with a four piece band I mean but it but it, at the same time like we made the minimalism work, I feel like. You're gone, you're gone, you with me, but you're gone. A feeling once so strong as now an old forgotten song that you don't sing so high a while. You don't sing so high a while. This summer, I heard Lou Reed's um, Coney Island Baby, and um I know it's not the Velvet Underground, but. It's just him talking about, you know, uh, all kinds of things. It's hard for me to describe, like, I don't want to, like, dumb it down, but he's just talking about how the world is kind of, like, coming down on him, but he's just like, I'm going to do it for this reason, you know, and I'm going to do it for these people, and all of these people might not see who I am, and they might not see me as I'm going through it or as these things are crushing down, but um, I'm going to... I'm going to go out there and do it for these people, you know. The way that he sings it is like, he's like, man, all these people around, they don't know you, but you're going to go play football for the coach, you know. You're going to play football for the coach, even though you're not good.
1: You know, man, when I was a young man in high school, Mm -hmm. you believe it or not, I want to play football for the coach. And all those older guys... They said that he was mean and cruel, but you know, won't play football for the coach.
0: He says this line that's like, it's like all your friends talking about how you ain't never gonna be no human being. <laughs> and when he, I was like listening to the song, I was like, I just burst out laughing when he said that. I was like, I've been there, you know?
1: <laughs> when all your two bit friends. I don't know,
0: it's, it's an interesting, like, it makes me laugh, but I get what he's saying. He's talking about, like, being understood in a very sarcastic you know, way, know. and I feel like it's important to not be, um... You know, to 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 embrace the fact that some people just will never see you, and that's okay. And you yeah. just, like, gotta laugh it off, you know? Yeah. You gotta have a good time. You gotta find your good time.
1: Oh, but remember that the city is a funny place. Something like a circus or a sewer. Just remember different people have peculiar tastes And the glory of, love, the, glory of love, the glory of love The glory of love Might see you through Well, there is something about like The world is ridiculous. The world is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I mean, especially right now. (laughs) The world is so ridiculous. Uh, And so how do you deal with it? Like, do you deal with it through a mixture of earnestness and irony and sarcasm and laughter? Like, how do you even, how do you deal with that?
0: I mean, this is a bigger question than just music, obviously. But on a daily level I just try to be present with the people that are around me and I just try to enjoy what I can out of each day, especially like being someone who's traveling and always living out of a bag, surrounded by people. It's hard to be put up against everyone's different values all the time and everyone's different values of a good time, everyone's different idea of what a good day is. These people in my band, these people that work with me over this summer, over this year have been like my year, the people that have been in my year you know i've i've played a bunch of shows but these are the people i'm spending all of my time with so it's it's easy to be traveling to 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 be exhausted in general but then to hear like see the news and see what's going on in the world and be like i can't really do a lot other than play music and make an announcement about like man i wish people would donate to this thing you know and we've done our share of that but i think what I know I can do and what everyone knows they can do is to just be a little bit more present with the people that are in their lives, in their community, you know, to start with that and to not ignore that either.
1: And this is Sans from Angel Olsen's new record, Phases, and yeah, I really like the idea that an antidote to the insanity that surrounds us is the ability to be present with the people closest to us. I'm taking that with me. Angel Olsen also recently was featured on Hamilton Lighthouser's newest single, Heartstruck Wild Hunger, and last week he was featured on this podcast. You should totally go listen to that episode if you haven't already. I mean seriously check out our archive we have like over a hundred episodes from people like tegan and sarah and lizzo talking about life-changing musical experiences lots of good listening for your holiday travel and that's it you have come to the end of another episode of this song This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced and edited by Art Levy and me, Elizabeth McQueen. Jake Perlman recorded this interview. Kelly Seal is our excellent intern. Aaron Waltz is our social media intern, who helped me do my second Instagram story just today. Thanks to Peter Babb and Deidre Gott and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And yes, it's true. Our theme song is Mahal by Austin's own Hard Proof. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.